everybody. Welcome to our new OC podcast that has no name yet, as is our tradition. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Josh Kuypers. Hey, I'm your other host, Anthony Hookman. And uh, we're we're just going to do a little intro episode here. Just get some preliminary stuff, kind of shake the rust off. If uh, you don't know us, uh, Anthony and I have another podcast that we did, uh, Reliving the Lights, a Friday Night Lights uh, rewatch podcast. Uh, but it's been a while since we've uh, cranked up the Zoom and the microphones and, and got going. So we got some rust to shake off. Yeah, I was just thinking about it when I just took the dog out a little bit ago, when the last time we actually recorded was, because I know the last episode got posted in October of 22, because I remember it was posted (laughs) right before or when we were in the New Orleans airport waiting to fly back. Um, And I was like, please get this posted by this point so I can (laughs) listen to it on my flight, which you did. Uh, But I think that when we actually recorded it, it had to have been like, july (laughs) so (laughs) definitely definitely been a minute um and i think part of part of uh the delay in getting things going a is just busyness of life uh but b like friday night lights reliving the lights was such a which it was such a huge part of our lives for two years or however long it was that's like man i gotta if we're gonna get back into this this is a big commitment you know (laughs) yeah yeah no absolutely uh so but i'm excited um we're gonna get into it this isn't i don't think this will be a very long uh episode here but uh we just want to start thinking about the oc get you guys thinking about the oc so uh before we get into any of that uh anthony i gotta know what you're it's 10 30 in the morning but I got to know what you're doing. It's, it is, it is 10.53 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> and uh, I've got a Grain Belt Premium, as is um, current tradition. Uh, if you are a beer company out there and you want to sponsor us, hey, I'll throw a Grain Belt out the window. Listen, I'm not. <laughs> I will sell out. I will buy in. I don't care what you call it. But uh, for right now, I'm drinking Grain Belt. We might have to reach back out to Grain Belt to see what we can do about, about that. We'll check back in, but I'm not. I'm not going to go begging like all no. two years of of begging. And then they no. just give it out to to some yeah. girls that talk about sports. Come on, I guess we'll have to do a goddamn uh, like Mighty Ducks podcast or something. So I'm trying to think of like what the series <laughs> that takes place in Minnesota that maybe that'll get them a little <laughs> a little bit more on board, but. I, that is actually a really good that if that would be the show that would be the the series to do for sure yeah is there any other series that take place in minnesota there's got to be right fargo yeah some seasons at least partially yeah coach apparently took place in minnesota oh, according to this nice. quick <laughs> and something called That's- mall cops mall of america which is a reality show. I was going to say, that's got to be a reality show. Little House on the Prairie. I guess that would make sense. We could do just the episodes of How I Met Your Mother when, uh, <laughs> what's his name? The one character goes home. Yeah, Marshall. Marshall. There you go. All right. Well, we got some time because we're definitely going to do the OC first and then. Oh, um, Mary Tyler Moore show. Duh, that was Minneapolis. I've seen like five episodes of that. When I was a kid, yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw a scattering of them on Nick at Night. Yeah. I would have, I, I would have was guessing though. I would have said like Milwaukee. I don't know why that. That is Laverne and Shirley. There is Milwaukee. Go. There you go. As 
uh, parodied in Wayne's World. <laughs> All right, it's been a while. I know you just watched those in the yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, recently. Yeah. Oh, what are you? What are you drinking over there? Yeah. I, heard, I just heard something crack. I recently picked up a pack of Distill Brewery Wild Sour series. Uh, it's yeah. a Flanders Red, which is a sour ale offering an initial impression of tart cherry candy, uh, and then it goes on in some wildly descriptive a little high flute and language talking about the complex profiles and accentuations and whatnot so i won't read the mm. whole profile there um it is fine sure and if you are uh a new listener if you didn't listen to reliving the lights um this may be new to you but if you were a listener of reliving the lights welcome back we've already gone on like three tangents uh and it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, we're five minutes in so uh Back on our bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh let's get into it now that we know what we're drinking. Anthony, give me some I we've talked about this on the other podcast, but let's just get into it here. Kind of what is the what's the draw of the OC? Why why are we hopping into this in your mind? Yeah. Well, I think this is another show that you and I specifically share a bond over, which I think that's the number one reason. When 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 COVID first hit, uh, almost three years ago exactly, uh-huh. um, probably by the time this episode gets posted, it'll be the three-year anniversary yep. of you texting me saying, <laughs> hey, now that we've got nothing to do for the foreseeable future, uh, <laughs> do you want to do a podcast on the OC or Friday Night Lights? Uh, and yep. we chose Friday Night Lights, but the OC mm-hmm. was the second choice. So it's always kind of been the logical follow-up. Yep. Uh, so... That is why we are doing it. Uh, I would say. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, yeah. It it's it has always, like you said, been an option from the start. I think it shares a lot of the same characteristics as Friday Night Lights too. That yeah. that'll make it uh, easy and fun to talk about. You know, it's it's a of, little bit more over the top. In, yes, in a lot of ways, but yep, absolutely. Um, I keep telling people and they do not believe me that if they like Friday night lights, they will like the OC more than likely for some reason, yeah. I, people seem much more resistant against the, watching mm-hmm. the OC than Friday. Night lights. I think, I think the, I think the big pull with Friday night lights, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that most people that you would say are more averse to the OC that did mm-hmm. like Friday night lights are probably men. I yep. think that the OC has more of a female show energy, yeah. whereas Friday Night Lights has the has a big female show energy, but <laughs> but uh-huh. it's about football, sort of. So yeah. I think that's the pull for a lot of guys. Whereas the OC, I think, was thought of at the time and probably still is twenty years later as a you know as a female centered show, probably the and and probably a large demographic of who was watching it at the time were females. So Mm -hmm. I think that's probably a big part of it. Yeah. I've also come across multiple people who thought, who think, and these are people that are probably like uh, 10 years younger than us or so who, who think it's like a reality, like was Laguna beach, like script or not script, like kind of half scripted or something. I don't know. Um, Laguna Beach was a reality TV show that came out as a response to the OC because the OC came out and it was a huge cultural thing Mm -hmm. at the time. And 
so MTV was like, how do we capitalize on this? Let's just record some kids that are actually, cause I remember it being oh, like, it was the, like a it real was, life OC. It was Laguna beach. The real orange County was the original. Like that was the, Oh, subtitle. okay. All right. And interesting. That gets parodied in the OC. Eventually. I can't remember what the reality <laughs> really? show within, uh, within, but everybody on, on the OC loves this reality show and it's a parody of Laguna Beach and I can't remember what it's called, but <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. So I think all of that has just kind of got like mixed up in people's memories and minds. Yes. And I, there were at least two, two people that I talked to. They're like, isn't that some reality show about rich kids? And uh, no, it is not a reality show, but no. so I think that's a little bit of the aversion too. That being said, uh, Many, many fans of of the OC, it is not like we're going to be pulling teeth to find people who right. love the OC, but for sure. Um, Josh, tell me what's your let's let's hear your backstory. How did you get into the OC? What is your what is your backstory with this show? If Man. you can recall. I do not remember exactly what spurred the starting to watch it uh i just remember when it was and so maybe you had something to do with that i don't know but i was living in that house that i lived in with alex menning uh which means something to the show and to uh listeners of reliving the lights as what season four finale guest yes uh but we were yeah we were living together and we were watching that i somehow torrented all all the seasons of DOC and put them on my hard drive and figured out how to hook that up to my TV. And that's how uh, Menning and I watched through OC <laughs> for the first time. So uh, that was, and that, <laughs> that, I don't know. I think there's something, uh, there there's something fun about two dudes living together, make it like setting a date in a time like okay we're gonna watch the oc tonight right yeah i'll be home by 7 30 you have it ready you know and then we watch this teen girl uh drama together right but but yeah it was it was great that was the first time and then in the first couple years of Lindsay and i getting married i had her watch through it and she loved it as well i remember specifically we uh we went and stayed in like a state uh state park cabin like the ones that are down by the river you know just the one room thing we just had like a weekend out there and it was like winter and so i just loaded a bunch of oc episodes up on my laptop and we we watched like i don't know probably eight episodes of the oc out in the out in the cabin so yeah how did you so you yeah it was high school so my recollection of the oc is because it was still on when i was watching it i think it was in its final season when i started watching it Mm -hmm. and yes it was and i'll i'll tell you exactly (laughs) why i remember that so cash and i our senior year had some bullshit uh like computer class with mr newman (laughs) was our teacher and it was mostly (laughs) us just dinking around and you know uh talking and whatever and both of us were getting really or not really but getting into like indie music at the time mm-hmm. and i think part of that is what led us to the oc is because we were both kind of getting into all this music that we knew 
I think we were both getting into Death Cab at the time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and knew that there was a Death Cab and OC connection. Uh-huh. Yep. So I you know what? That was absolutely it. It was definitely the Death Cab OC connection. And huh. both of us, I think, separately rented the first season disc by disc on mail in Netflix. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, or yeah, DVD by mail Netflix. So you could rent, you know, movies, of course, but you could rent one uh-huh. disc at a time seasons of tv shows yeah um so we did that i think we did that separately and i think i rented the first season and was just like all right i'm all in on this i maybe rented the first or second first or, or maybe first two discs of the second season and was like no this rules i'm just gonna buy them from here on uh-huh. um but the reason i remember that when i started watching it the show was still on was because there is, I don't want to spoilers ahead, but in season four, <laughs> there is a Steve-O from Jackass cameo. And I remember <laughs> when I was deciding that I wanted to get into the show, I was like, Oh, and it's still on. And reading the episode synopsis of what would have been the most recent episode at that time. Like I, maybe I saw like an article on the AV club or something that was like, yeah. Steve-O makes an appearance on this week's episode. Of the OC. <laughs> so um, I remember that maybe it was that, that triggered me being like, okay, I'm going to give this show a shot. Cause I remember yeah. when it came out and I remember it being just a massive phenomenon. Yeah. And it was around the same time that American Idol started. So Fox mm-hmm. was just, just hidden. Oh yeah. Uh, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also remember, uh, I rem- I didn't watch it in high school, but I, I remember, uh, Megan Nelson talking about it in the halls specifically outside of Mrs. Cutler's room. I can remember it clear as day. That absolutely uh, tracks. She yes, seems like a dressed, head for sure. dressed like with all the girls dressed like Marissa Cooper, you know, <laughs> with, uh, the slight midriff and the low rise mm-hmm. jeans. I can picture it all. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, boy, I even in the first episode. Okay, no, let me say this first. Uh, yeah, you put Steve-O in a show in what, 2005, 2006? Yeah. High school dudes, they're going to be all in. So that was a great, great marketing scheme from <laughs> Yes. Uh, whew, those guys were top of the world in 2005. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I so I just, before we recorded today, I watched the first episode on 1.5 speed just to get a little refresher quick. And uh, I think this is going to be chock full of early 2000s nostalgia yes. for you and I. Uh, yes, I'm so stoked. It's, yeah, it was kind of wild. Just the the references that were made. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, for people watching again or for the first time, it's definitely going to hit different for your... Uh, 30 to 40 year olds i think yeah yeah for sure (laughs) good well i thought one of the things we could talk about um i don't know if you want to get to this now um but we could talk about i remember on the first uh prelim episode we did for friday night lights uh we talked about some awards that we could give out yes so uh, I don't know if you, you want to talk about that a little bit or we definitely. Yeah, let's 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 just go. Uh, let's jump into what what awards we could hand out. So obviously, I think Marissa Cooper is going to get the going to take over the Julie Cooper or the 
the Ju- well, yeah, the Julie. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Julie Cooper. No, hate a meter. I've got something else for be- Julie Cooper, but yeah. Yes. Well, Julie Cooper, I think, has got to take the Buddy Garrity mantle yep. of of the scumbag move of the week. But I think yep. Cash. It's gonna be the Julie Taylor, uh, former hate meter It's gonna be the Julie Cooper hate meter Absolutely, it is, or Marissa Cooper hate meter But mm. yes, God, <laughs> I, that's that's tough. Already, uh, uh, absolutely. I think it's like a it's a one to one. Like you just switch it out. Like that's yep. that's a no brainer to me. And in the same way, some in the same way of sometimes you love Julie Taylor from Friday Night Lights, and sometimes you hate her. Uh, it's the same with Marissa. Sometimes you yep. love Marissa and you you have a lot of uh, compassion for her, and then other times uh, you think she's an absolute moron and needs to just That's, die already. So, it's gonna. Yeah. Uh, I think season three of the OC is gonna hit some real highs <laughs> on the hate meter, in the same way that season four Julie and season two Julie Ooh. hit some yep. real high highs on the on the hate meter. Absolutely. So while we're confused about Julie Taylor and Julie Cooper, let's and you already <laughs> mentioned it. Uh, I also had uh, the Julie Cooper sleazeball move of the week. I did add, and I know I don't think he's around for all of it, but I I said the Jimmy and Julie Cooper. Yes, yeah, Jimmy Cooper, and, and Jimmy Jimmy Cooper's just like Julie Taylor, where it's sometimes you just love him, but sometimes, <laughs> man, you really hate him. Oh, what a piece of trash! Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's what I, that's what I had penciled in Jimmy and Julie Cooper sleazeball movie of the week. Um, another one-to-one, I think between coach Taylor and Sandy Cohen, Sandy Cohen gets the, the inspo rating award. Yep. Yep. They are both America's dads. It's perfect. Um, uh, I have a couple more. These, these are, I feel like a little more debatable so don't feel like we have to go with this but i came up with this one uh as a uh parallel to the the big rig beer tally i've got the ryan atwood straight out of chino punch or b punched counter Uh, (laughs) i like it i like it (laughs) so that's either how many times ryan punches someone or how many times ryan gets punched in the face i feel like this happens frequently it does, does that i'm i was trying to remember though does that keep up throughout the the series or does I, he I think, tone it I back think, a little? I think there's going to be a lot of episodes with zeros on that counter, but I like it for when it's going to be around for sure. Cause okay. definitely that's a first season issue. He, he really gets his shit together. I think by the end of the first season in terms of that, but I mean, yeah, that's going to be yeah. for sure. So it can be, it can be out there. I didn't know if we wanted a, like a Marissa Cooper, big rig beer tally type thing. Cause she definitely, that, that gets, she imbibes, but yeah, I don't know. We're we're gonna we're gonna. I mean, just like we did with *For Living the Lights*, it's been. I mean, it's been yeah, a few years evolved. since I've rewatched it. We're gonna we're gonna evolve and and yep. come up with some stuff as we go on. But yep the the uh, the last one, um, and these this is just another parallel. Uh, so this this can be workshopped, but I have the Seth Cohen goofus malufus moment of for sure. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Matt Saracen did his job, and I think Seth Cohen is going to take up the mantle. Nicely. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing for this show is we're going to have plenty of notable music cues. Even in the yep. first episode, there's a there's several notable music cues. Um, like I mentioned, we the outdated 2000, early 2000s reference of the week, I think even dialing it in a little more there just because I what was it last time? Outdated pop culture reference of the week. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to, I have the first season on DVD in my home. Uh, uh-huh. I am going to watch the first season on HBO Max because the first season is only available on DVD and anamorphic widescreen if you buy the full series package, which no I already have all four seasons individually. But yeah, the first season was only released in 4.3. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, they, they cropped it for... That's wild. Yeah, upsetting. Well, they're right there. Remember, That's an early 2000s reference in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, I remember because uh, Micah, when she and I worked together, she bought the complete series DVD. Uh-huh. And I remember being like, do you want to trade my four individual seasons for your complete series? Because I want that first season in widescreen. But she did not oblige. Wasn't me. having it. No. no. Well, this won't have as many weird streaming like changes in music, I hope. Yeah, I would I would hope so because music is a pretty big part of this one. A, so. a very large part of the show, yeah. yeah. They literally have live bands playing songs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that would be hard to be, modify yeah. that. Yeah. Uh of course we'll have our quote of the episode, our episode rating, our lesson or moral of the episode. Here's here's a question I had. Do we keep I think we have to have an MVP of the episode, but do we still call it MVP or was that football related? Uh, mm. too much so i think we, i mean mvp is very much a sports thing if we mm. can come up with a more clever name yeah of of it but i think mvp is is pretty it's okay yeah yeah i like that we'll uh we'll be on the lookout we'll be we'll be thinking if it can be if there can be anything else but mvp is fine what uh any other any other things that you had thought of or things to workshop here a little I have put it's some thought into it, but it's it's been uh, a little while since I have put the thought into it because yeah. uh, we've been kind of developing. Um, and I'm going to post this on Twitter too because it's been a pretty chaotic last three months in the Iverson Hookman household, or yeah, at least no last kidding. yeah last three months because of the holidays, and then we went to Honduras, and then we moved, and yes, yeah, life's been life's been pretty insane. But now we're in this more expensive apartment, so I need to spend more time just inside. Uh, not doing other things. <laughs> there, there you go. Got to get your money's worth out of, mm-hmm. out of the mm-hmm. apartment. I don't know what else. What else we want to talk about here? Um, we're trying to think of what other things. Yeah, that we could get going. Uh, as important, but I was like things or just things about the show that maybe that we love or that we appreciate. Just on the whole, before we talk about. So we talked about like how we came to know it, but what we came to love about it, maybe. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is it's kind of a classic, almost cliche storyline, but just Ryan Atwood, the feel good, you know, like development of who he is and where he starts from. I think that's, yeah, one of the the most common storylines you can have in a TV show, but uh, but that's because it works and it's feel good, yeah. and you're rooting for yeah. him the whole yeah, way. I don't think a... I don't really feel like there's a point in this show where you're rooting against Ryan Atwood, and if you are, you're probably a dick. Maybe yeah, there, you're maybe I you're mean, feeling like get your crap together, man. But, yeah, there's I think there's a few episodes where you're maybe not necessarily rooting against him, but you're definitely like not sure about him yet yeah sure right yep uh i think another thing 
for guys like you and I who were in high school in 2003, 2005, Seth Cohen, uh, and we're, we're kind of dorky. Seth Cohen is sure. our guy, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> He likes bands. Seth, he Seth, likes to draw. Seth Cohen is who I wish I was in high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he likes Bob Dylan. He draws pictures. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He Whatever really is. A, he really is a Matt Saracen analog in that way. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's constantly dating chicks way out of his league. Uh, mm-hmm. Once Ryan comes around. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a good fish out of water story for Ryan. But yeah, I think that what makes it special, because it is very, especially I think the Jimmy and Julie stuff in the first season is very, and the Oliver stuff is very soap, soap opera-y. Yeah. Uh, more, I think that is more soap opera than Friday Night Lights ever got outside of maybe the Landry Kills the Guy storyline. <laughs> and even that, you could argue. Um, so it's definitely more dramatic in that way. Mm-hmm. And a little, I mean, to the point of silly and almost... Like, I can't describe it. There's something inside of me that, like, watching some of those early Julie and Jimmy stuff that just makes me go, like, God, this is so cheesy and so corny. And so, like, like they're almost cartoonishly evil. And, well, and then, I mean, Caleb, when he comes around to, like, he's always cartoonishly evil throughout the whole thing. And so there's there's that about it where it's 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 goofy and over the top but never in a way that's not self-aware i think yeah i agree you know mm-hmm. i i watched some so the creator of of the oc i can't think of his name it's josh something though okay. but he he also did chuck which is a really fun show oh, yeah. that was on nbc for a few years and he did gossip girl and i think those ones both go a little off the rails in a way that the oc never really okay. allowed itself to do so mm-hmm. I think that he he maybe is a first time show creator thing that he he showed some restraint or whatever, but it never yeah. gets too too wild. Um, you know, like I said, there's there's some cartoonishly evil villains for sure throughout the show. Like I said, Jimmy and Julie in the first season, Caleb Nickel in the in the second season, Volchuk in the yeah. third season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, man, that guy. This is he's not evil, but Che is a cartoon character, like an over the top cartoon character. Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, Che, duh. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Well, that's another thing. Like, with that, I I did want to mention, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot in the uh, in in season two. But uh, season two, of the OC is the first time I ever saw Olivia Wilde, and right man, uh, 2004 Olivia Wilde was just something else. That was going to be the next thing I mentioned in uh, <laughs> in what draws us to the OC, what drew us to the OC. Uh, yeah. It is there are many beautiful yes. people. I mean Rachel many Wilson. Uh, I mean <laughs> Kirsten. Kirsten Cohen. Yeah, is absolutely. A I mean, Cooper. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say Kirsten is on the same level as Tammy Taylor, but she is definitely filling that role and sure, holding sure. her own in that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. No, there are no ugly people in the OC. No. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Josh Schwartz. Schwartz, yeah. We've already mentioned this, but you know the the music part of it too um, was a, a yeah. big part of getting you into it. It sounds like with Death Cab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, 
even the fact that they worked at that concert venue and that just allowed yeah. them to put bands on. Yeah, like, that was basically that's, their excuse to. That's that's to obviously a, a gimmick, but I still kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was so, I want to be Seth Cohen, or I, I would have wanted to be Seth Cohen when I was in high school. And working at a concert venue would be my dream job when I was in yeah. high school. So it's just, yeah, they were really, really hitting me right where, right in my 2003 yeah. <laughs> heart. And I've always thought, and actually just this, I tweeted this a few years ago uh, in like in early March because it just came up on my time hop like two or three days ago that I tweeted because it was after I saw Call Me By Your Name. But I've always thought that I would have been just an A plus spoiled rich kid. I would have been so good at being a rich kid. God, I would have been good at that. So that's another reason that I want to be Seth Cohen. Um, but yeah, I think that era, I mean, it was the era that indie rock was, I mean, indie rock was really having a moment, right? Mm -hmm. You had the, the OC, you had a garden state and after garden state and around the time that I first started watching the OC, Zach Braff did another movie. It was called The Last Kiss that yep. had he also produced the soundtrack to that mm-hmm. like he did with Garden State. And I would argue a lot of people would disagree with me, but I would argue that The Last Kiss soundtrack is even better than the Garden State soundtrack. And there is a lot of crossover uh, between the okay. Garden or the the Last Kiss soundtrack and the OC soundtrack. The OC. So the last, mm-hmm. last Kiss soundtrack was the first time that I ever heard that... Uh, Emojin Heap song that, of course, oh, is famous seek, from the yeah. end of season three. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. um, there's uh, I, there's at least three or four songs that were on the Last Kiss soundtrack that ended up on on the OC uh, sure. either before or after. It was probably you know roughly the same time. So that you yeah, just, that, uh, that you just unlocked part of my OC history actually there because I'm now realizing that I. 100% listened to the soundtracks of the OC before I watched the For OC. Sure, yeah. I can remember a road trip in college where my buddy Josh White had I like seasons one and two. He had two different seasons of the OC soundtrack, and we listened to those driving to Des Moines or something. Well, I don't even think those were by season. I think there was four seasons of the OC, and I think that there was six. I think it was like volume one, volume, volume two. Sure. I don't, yep. Yeah, they weren't even by season because that's how much they packed into yeah uh, <laughs> into everything. And I think one was like a specifically like Christmas or Christmaca, Christmas uh, rather um, spe- specific soundtrack, but. Um, yeah, and of course, Rachel Bilson was also in The Last Kiss. Uh, oh, yeah. The movie, and of course, was in the OC. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the like a soundtrack of all the seasons of the OC on Spotify, and it is, there's some heavy hitters in here for sure. Oh, for sure. Nice. Lots of bangers. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that music was the bridge for me to the OC and Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Music and the eventual Steve-O cameo that I learned about prior to the show starting <laughs> <laughs> in like, in like 2025, when we finally get to the episode with, <laughs> with Steve-O, I know we're going to be like, you remember? Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
I'm I'm looking forward to it already. I might skip ahead and <laughs> find the Steve episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here here's an idea. Why so I feel like when we started reliving the lights, who what we thought would have been our favorite seasons, like how we would have ranked the seasons, yes. what who would have been our favorite characters, uh, was vastly different than when we ended reliving yes. lights. In some cases, some cases it held up, but. Um, so let's, uh, yeah, my, my, my theory, my theory held up at least that the odd numbered seasons of Friday Night Lights are the best. Yeah. Um, so let's start with that. What, uh, let's rank the seasons by memory of the OC. I feel like what everyone where summer is at college is that four with Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt. I feel like that's, Mm -hmm. that's not good. See, that's interesting because that would be in my memory my second favorite season wow and it, it yeah. very well could be i'm i I'm and i mean feeling foggy it but. is well here's the here's the funny thing about it because i rewatched the oc in 2018 yes it was 2018 uh cuz i remember interrupting an episode to talk on the phone with uh my friend who will remain nameless who was going through a bad divorce at that time and that was definitely 2018 mm-hmm. um so uh yeah and i remember like the apartment we were living in when i was watching it and stuff but i started season four and i didn't end up finishing it so i don't know for sure uh and i don't think it wasn't because of quality it was just kind of because i got caught up in other things and then and then i just never came back to it so i'll be interested to see that if if that's you know uh it's, it's been i bet it's been 2008 or so since the last time I watched season four. So yeah, nice. uh, in my mind, it's one, four, three, two, three, two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason being for that is that when I tried to rewatch it the first time, actually, when I watched it for the first time, I remember there is a moment in the middle of season two around the mall episode that, and I specifically remember that's the name of an episode yep. is the mall episode. Yep. And I, I remember, remember exactly what that. happens in it. Yep. But it's around there that at least when I was binging it, it felt like a real slog. Like uh-huh. I get bogged down somewhere in the middle of season two. Most of the times that I've rewatched it, where it just like I stop caring, like it feels like the writers mm-hmm. ran out of ideas, and I and I really stopped caring. And that's despite Olivia Wilde, uh, two thousand four <laughs> Olivia Wilde, nonetheless, uh, being in it. So it'll be interesting to see if that holds true. Yeah, I don't even. I I'm like looking at the episode lists and trying to get a feel for what happens. I'm not even sure that I could rank them uh i i think season one is going to be the best uh i Mm -hmm. remember for whatever reason i have negative feelings towards che and college episodes but that that could be off i don't know Mm -hmm. and Um, see i don't want to spoil anything for a 15 year old show or actually almost 20 it'll turn 20 this year (laughs) the first season which is insane um so i don't want to spoil anything but I kind of like the Ryan Atwood Taylor Townsend relationship a lot more than I like yeah. 
uh-huh. uh, Ryan and, and Marissa. So we'll see if that holds true. I don't know. I yes, I I remember that definitely being a, a debate in my mind mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice um, characters that you think you love and characters that you would rank lower, not sure. so much. Because who, who's Cohen. somebody in Friday Night Lights? Oh, like Fri- using Friday Night Lights as an example. Uh, yeah. We thought we liked Landry. Turns out <laughs> we, we hate Landry. What if we end up hating Seth Cohen? Because oh gosh, it, I could see it. I I think I there's a path it. there for I it to happen. It. I know yeah. we could get really annoyed by Seth Cohen. Okay, okay, all right. Well, that's one that's up in the air right now. He's he's yeah. a highlight of the show. Yes. Uh, we'll see by the time we're done how we're feeling. I think so. I'm going to say definite what I feel right now. Definite likes Sandy Cohen for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And Ryan Atwood for sure. Yep. Um, I think I like summer. Uh, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to say those are my, my safe picks for characters that I like throughout. Um, at least, I mean, summer's like a bitch right away right before yeah. she starts dating dating seth so maybe i'll i put her uh, in, I, she's she's on a on definitely on a lower tier for me than sandy mm-hmm. uh, i would say sandy's on his own tier ryan's on a positive tier s tier for, for sandy me. and the s stands for sandy <laughs> <laughs> uh and then i would put summer on the like yeah generally positive right uh, I have no idea where I would put Marissa Cooper because yeah. it's all over the place with her. She's, I, I mean, for me, she's got to be D tier. She has her moments, but she's always the one. I mean, she's the one who doesn't fucking uh, see Oliver's bullshit. She's the <laughs> one who, you know, gets involved with Volchuk. She's always like, yeah. she's always got some dude, some absolutely douchebag dude on the back burner. Yeah. Uh, you know, to take the place of Ryan, even well, I don't, like I said, I don't want to get too many spoilers with this, but, um, but even with like Luke in the first season, you know, Mm -hmm. she's, she is. Yeah. She makes questionable decisions for me. She's a Julie Cooper or Julie Taylor. God, I'm going to make that mistake (laughs) a lot. It's going to be rough. Eventually. I feel like we'll get the Friday night lights out of our system and hopefully move forward, but maybe not. Um, I mean, and I, I think the other part of it, though, is with Marissa Cooper is that in 2003, when this was out and I wasn't watching it, but I was still aware of it. And I saw Misha Barton uh, on MTV doing interviews or whatever. Uh, that made me a big fan right sure. there. Sure. 2003 Misha and Barton is like the perfect 2003 girl. Like. <laughs> that's that's true. Mm-hmm. That's I'll I'll give you that. See, here's my thing. Before I started watching it, I knew who Misha Barton was. But around the same time, I want to say 04, 05, somewhere in there, VH1 had I Love the 80s and I Love the 90s and Rachel Bilson. That was the first time that I saw Rachel Bilson. And that was like, okay. Uh like for me so she was like a like a host well like one of the people talking on the show yeah yeah she was a talking head on for sure i love the 90s i'm not sure about i love the 80s but um, nice (laughs) yeah she was on i love the 90s and that was Mm -hmm. the first time that i saw her and i was like yo this (laughs) girl yeah tell me more 
right on. So I, I, um, I, I think, I think you're right. Marissa is definitely like a 2003 dream girl, but okay. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say she's not attractive because obviously she is, but yeah. given the choice between the two, it's Rachel Bilson all day for me. Sure. I, I feel like I've known, always known that you've, you're more of a summer guy than I am, which mm-hmm. that's understandable. So. Mm-hmm. Then there's, I feel like maybe Friday Night Lights had more like kind of secondary characters. Maybe not. Maybe Orange Orange County does. <laughs> Orange County. Maybe the OC <laughs> does too. Um, and I'm just not remembering them. But uh, like, so when I think of Jimmy secondary characters, Cooper. yeah, Jimmy and Julie Cooper, Caleb Nichol. Uh, I mean, Kirsten feels like more of a side character than Sandy does. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, you've got Luke, who is really a secondary character in the first season yep um there's like the the school superintendent who makes a lot of you know she's she's like a mayor rodell she's always kind of there <laughs> um uh i'm trying to think of yeah if there's any other like if there's like a landry or a you know tinker <laughs> tinker stinker <laughs> tinker <laughs> Uh, on the Wikipedia, they have list of OC characters. And they have it split by main characters and mm-hmm. recurring characters. Anna, so, I guess, is a recurring character in the first season or two. Yep, first season, and then she's a guest in season three. They have a interesting chart here that says like by season whether they're recurring or guest or whatever. Um, uh, Ryan's mom and brother, and then if I don't know oh, if yeah. you remember who Ryan's dad is. I don't. Is it a famous actor? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. The worst. Uh, none other than Kevin Sorbo. Oh no! <laughs> Sorbs. Oh shit! Gonna hate that. That's gonna have some interesting commentary yep. in it once. Yep. One hundred percent. You've got your uh, Oliver, of course. Your Olivia Wilde character, uh, yes. Alex. There's some oh um Ryan's old girlfriend from back home that's played by oh, Nikki Reed. Yeah. She she Nikki she's a side character. Yep. Um who did I just see? Oh, like Taylor Townsend, Volchuk, all Oh that. duh, Taylor Townsend. She's she's there throughout, isn't she, Taylor Townsend? More or less. Uh, I yeah, mean, I think I think they have her on the main character. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't oh, yeah, the they do have her until the season character. four, but yeah. Yeah, she's always kind of there in high school for sure. Yeah. So yeah, there'll there'll be lots of lots of characters to get into, but I think yes, Sandy Cohen is is I'm confident in saying he will stand tall uh, atop. We're not going to change our mind about Sandy Cohen, but no, there's no way. Seth Sandy is, Cohen is, is, is the biggest wild card for sure. We shall see. Chad Michael Murray was originally offered the role of Ryan Atwood. Interesting. But he turned it down for the read, lead role on One Tree Hill, which is another show that people tell tell us we should watch since we love the OC. But Yeah, I've never watched that. That seems like something. Well, but maybe that's just my perception in the same way that right? the people, people have the wrong perception of the OC. So it seems in, I think it seems even more teen drama than right than the oc which is weird because the oc is absolutely fully a teen drama but somehow one tree hill it just seems like it in my mind 
has a little less substance and I don't mm-hmm. know, that could be wildly inaccurate, but all right. Well, I yep. think, I think we're kind of getting to the end of this preliminary episode, but this definitely has me excited to get yeah, into the episode proper. Yep. Um, we're, we're obviously going to have a lot to dig into here. I felt like we were even holding back a little bit here cause we don't want to get ahead of ourselves or yes. let the cat out of the bag too much, spoil too much. But, uh, yeah, if you're undecided on watching along yet, uh, hopefully this, this brings you, brings you a little closer to, to being willing to watch. Um, it, I think this show is available like all over the place like, yeah, on multiple I'm- streaming services. I'm 99% sure that it's on at least uh, HBO Max because it's a Warner property. It is that, yes. And I know that the last time that I watched it was on Hulu. Yep, I think it's still on Hulu. Yep, it is on yep, Hulu, it is. it's on Tubi, and it's on HBO Max. There you go. Uh, if Although you it watch like it, only season one is available on Tubi. But oh, for okay. now, yep. you can start. <laughs> Full free. Uh, if you watch it on HBO Max, just hit the skip 10 seconds button right away because uh, I started watching it on HBO Max today and there is an ad for another podcast that we're not going to talk about, but it is right in the, the episode of the show. It's like it's not even like an ad that shows before it is like within the show itself. So I don't we're, we're taking on a giant here. But we are, we really are. And we, and this time they beat us to the punch on, you know, you know, I know I've spoken of Rachel Bilson positively in this up to this point, but that ends now because Rachel, we're beefing, we're beefing, we're beefing hard. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Oh, go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to say, I'll, I'll say it when we're done recording. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thanks everybody for listening. Hope you will join us. Uh, we'll be we'll be getting started soon. I don't know when you're listening to this or uh, how soon it'll be coming out. But oh, also, if you have ideas for the name of this podcast, maybe we have it by the time you're listening to it. But maybe if we release it on the Reliving the Lights feed, you might have some ideas. So we had a name. Uh, we had a a theme song, a email account, a Twitter handle. I think we got to. I think we gotta, I think I think we still keep the theme song. I like. The I theme do too. Song. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we found out there was already another OC rewatch podcast called that very thing. So, uh, we're still trying to figure that out, but we're beefing. Uh, we are definitely beefing. Uh, so I'm not sure that you're out there yet, but shout out to our listeners in the West Indies. Shout out to our listeners in Laos. (laughs) And we'll, uh, We'll see you next time for a actual episode of the Untitled OC Rewatch Podcast. Hey, maybe I don't feel like shucking these. Okay, maybe you should go and shuck them yourself, old man.